0: Uh, Well, we're pleased to welcome Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell to this episode of The Rebound. (laughs) Very special. I don't even have an impression. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I couldn't even begin to. I wasn't ready for that. Ryan Reynolds impression. What does that even sound like? It
0: just sounds kind of Canadian, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't know what we're talking about, (laughs) it's that (laughs) Apple has emerged victorious, according to Variety, uh, paying for A Christmas Carol, a new live action musical starring Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell after a heated bidding war so that's exciting cool
2: <laughs> it helps to have all the money in the world these
0: for talent alone will clock in north of 60 million dollars there's no way that content pays for itself that's insane
1: i enjoy how we've become an entertainment reporting podcast just by default <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're doing like tv reviews <laughs> it's gonna be great <laughs> Not to hijack this, but I'd like to talk about technology. Does that sound okay? Is that a thing we can I'm do? <laughs> this is technology dan
2: this is uh this 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 show will be delivered via technology mm, that's a broad claim direct to your living room so
1: I was just rewatching uh right before we started this or just like skimming through um the Microsoft event from last week, which mm. I don't know if you guys saw, but the they announced a whole crap ton of things, including two separate devices that don't ship until holidays of next year (laughs) right but they're they're going hard on the dual screen thing now it's not like the foldable phones right it's not like one screen with a foldable screen it's like it's more like a nintendo ds kind of thing does that hold any appeal to you guys like a dual screen setup is that something that you're like that's cool or is it just like something that seems totally useless
2: i honestly don't care that much (laughs) first of all it's not even here so it's hard to get excited about something that may or may not ship a year from now well but i mean it's Uh, like the
1: trend aspect of it like is that a trend or an idea that seems appealing like what do you think what do you think you get out of
0: that uh i didn't find it useful in the ds um so, like, I just found it, like, more gimmicky than useful. I will say, I, did any of you watch, um, I think Gruber linked it, Joanna Stern's review of the uh, the new Samsung Galaxy Fold? I did not, no. I didn't either. It's fantastic. It's worth watching. She does some real comedy in it. Um, she's living in a bubble to protect the device, like, literally living in a bubble. It's hilarious. But you can see, and she goes into it, the actual appeal of the device. Like, you can see, when you have, like, the ability to have a pocket-size larger screen than pocket-size, uh, there's something appealing there. So, more than two screens, I do love the idea of, once the technology actually supports it, having a larger screen that can be, like, if you need a tablet-sized screen, but it can still fit in your pocket and be slim. Like, if you get to that science fiction world, yeah. which the, the Galaxy Fold right. is not. If my, if
2: my small phone could fold out to, to a regular size phone, I would like that.
1: Well, that's the yeah. thing. I mean, I th- I've always <laughs> thought that was an appealing aspect, but I agree. Like, I mean, as such... I think things like the Galaxy Fold and whatever, was the other one LG? I don't remember who the other one was. But I think those things are necessary stumbling blocks on the path, right? Like, no one. I I find it hard to believe that someone will come out with the first foldable phone with no other, like, prior art and just be like, it works perfectly, right? Like, that's not how technology
0: goes. Well, the first iPhone worked perfectly, Dan, if you didn't care about copying and pasting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did it no I it mean, worked pretty well though i mean it, it worked work better well.
1: than
2: these things i mean these things are but garbage again
1: <laughs> the smartphone i mean and and as much as the iphone reinvented the smartphone it's not like there weren't smartphones before they were just very different yeah. so it's not like apple invented the first like it went from flip phone to iphone right like that would have been head exploding it was pretty head
2: exploding though okay
1: i mean <laughs> all right i mean come on
0: <laughs> dan's no longer impressed by iPhones. they did
2: completely reinvent the category
0: they, I mean, they're old and, hat,
2: you know, man. I mean, they... it's
1: like 12 years. What do you want from me? Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's time for a new revolution. I don't... I mean, the thing that also interests me about this is the decision. So, what's, it's, it's slightly fascinating to see how... Uh, I feel like the word I want is promiscuous at, uh, Microsoft has become with its technology in terms of... So they have chips from, like, Intel, AMD, and a custom design ARM chip, depending on which product you're talking about. And they have stuff running not only their own OS, but, like, the small version of the dual-screen device runs Android. Android, yeah. Yeah, like, which is, I mean, kind of bananas when you're thinking about Microsoft, a company that literally got sued because its stuff was too monolithic.
2: Yeah. It's impressive. I mean, I think that aspect of it is what's most impressive to me, that they have embraced first of all embraced taking their regular software to every platform that they can have it on and then also just embraced using other platforms
1: i think it's a testament to the fact that they just really i think they realize they missed a big boat and they kind of at the same time are like we've got to do whatever it takes to survive and that means not being precious about certain things that maybe 10 to 20 years ago we
0: would have never done I'm yeah. just surprised they don't want to make iOS phones. I thought that's what they would do. And they went this other direction instead. <laughs> it's
1: a weird choice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's where I, the puck I, is going. <laughs> the Microsoft <laughs> where it's been
2: Where it's been for 12 years.
1: <laughs> I think it's interesting just because Microsoft, I feel like I'm impressed that they're still around. They still have... They have some sort of vision, which is always interesting to like see what they think is... The stuff that people's people are gonna be interested in, but at the same time, it's also like a bizarre world where it's like a whole bunch of products that I will never buy and possibly never
0: see. Yeah. Except in a Microsoft store. But speaking of devices that you see, I have been very impressed by the number of Apple Watches I see out in the wild, and specifically, frankly, the number of Apple Watch series fives, is that the new one? The series fives that you see, because I'm seeing a lot of always on watches and I am I am impressed cuz that's like not with text tech- like today I was I went to get a flu shot and I was at the Walgreens and the person who gave me the shot and the person who charged me for the shot and the person who took my new passport photo three separate people <laughs> who worked at the Walgreens all had uh <laughs> new Apple watches and I was impressed is it possible it was oh, one God, person really? in three dis- <laughs> in three disguises That's <laughs> true yeah it is possible but they they changed bands with their disguises, which feels like a lot of commitment. Well, yeah.
1: Come on. If you're going to go through all the work of disguising yourself, you don't leave the <laughs> same band on.
0: That's a rookie mistake. You're not wrong. Now, maybe bonuses this year at Walgreens were new Apple Watches. I don't know. But it was... It no, was uh, no. And I'm seeing them on the bus. Like, a lot of... T- I don't know. They're just... They're everywhere. I also... I know that you guys are really excited, but I do have my new iPhone now, too. So I'm I'm part of the Cool Kids Club now. I oh, welcome. Welcome.
1: Well, I don't want mine anymore. <laughs> I like you have one, everybody's got one. <laughs> oh, I see. I still don't have one, Dan. <laughs> uh, I mean, for now. <laughs> yeah, possible. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think you're going to be in a bind next year, John. I have to say, it sounds like... I think,
2: I mean, yeah, if they come out with an an eight-sized phone in, the, in March, April, I will probably get one.
1: Which is funny, because, you know, they've got the eight now, and it seems like that will be pretty similar.
2: <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I'm assuming it's an eight with a with you know with uh, at least like 10s internals,
1: mm. right? Mm. Yeah, all right. So That's fair. it's
2: gonna be it's gonna be faster and and uh, eh, might have a better camera. We'll see, but
1: I don't know. I feel like you know I I get that the eight is still smaller than the you know 11 Pro size, but at the same time, I feel like it's not that much smaller. And like, as long as you're being forced into a larger phone, you should just go all the way. Yeah, I'm not good. 11 Pro Max, do it. <laughs> I'm also assuming it's going to be cheaper, so. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know how I am. So big, big Mac week, though, because Catalina came out. Are you guys running Catalina on anything? I am. I'm
0: running it on the cool. very Mac that I'm using to record this podcast right now.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. You guys have gotten farther than I have. Well, so here, yeah. here was the deal. I wasn't going to do it, and then... And then I did. You got bullied. (laughs) I wasn't
0: going to. But so I have to send back my iPhone um, from the trading program. And I wanted to, even though like all my photos magically moved through means I don't understand, because I don't use any of the iCloud photo stuff, all my photos from my camera roll showed up on the new phone. I don't quite get it. (laughs) I really just don't get how photos work in iOS anymore. I was like, I want to do one more backup of my device. And it was like, you have to install updated photos and updated iTunes to back up this phone to this computer now. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just install Catalina. <laughs> like, why am I going to install updates to these two apps that are also compatible? So I was like, fine, just do that. So I updated Catalina so that I could back up my phone, so that I could wipe my phone, so that I could send it back to Apple. You win again, Tim Cook.
1: Interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I have a lot of questions based on that, and only some of them are about Catalina. Okay, go ahead. The first one is you don't use any iCloud Photo stuff? No. I
0: don't like iCloud photos. You
1: use it's Google, bothers. right? You... I use the Google Photos. Oh, that's app. Right. You
0: use Google Photos. Google yeah. Photos, which backs it up, and then I sync my phone to my Mac. You know, probably once a month or so. My, I also always get the two fifty-six gig phone so that it can hold a lot of my photos. I've never heard of anyone, nor have I lost data on my phone like in a crash. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, like, I'm not worried about mm-hmm. the fact that it's not backing up all the time right i probably could turn it back on again but i just got so annoyed early on with the levels the tiers of icloud backup that they give you that because i take a lot of photos and it was eating up all of my space now that yeah. i'm on uh, like a bigger gotcha. backup plane it probably could work let's see here um well so no it still wouldn't like i, I pay for 50 gigabytes 99 cents yeah, a month. same same here and oh wait hold on i have 200
1: i lied i have 200 gigabytes because it's like three bucks a month which is pretty pretty reasonable that's what me. i get look at this that's guy yeah, um, look at me. Look at me with my thirty-six dollars a year. That's basically I blow what I make on this podcast on iCloud storage.
0: <laughs> I was thinking of all the people I could thank for that. I'm just going to let it go. Uh, but the yeah, I don't know. I could be convinced that I should pay the three dollars instead. The problem is I can't. Anything I do, I got to do for for Lauren too. And then now you're paying six dollars, right, right. and that's like a whole thing. But there's no we can't with family sharing though. Can't you can't you share that two hundred? Yeah
2: yes
1: yeah that's so, what i do yeah there you yeah. go problem solved you only to do that's it once. why
2: i have 200 because i have you know the other two people the other two people in the house have big honking <laughs> phones
1: with <laughs> big honking <laughs> memory i just moved all most of my dropbox stuff into icloud and so i was like oh man is this going to take up a ton of my icloud room but between thinning out what i was actually keeping on dropbox uh and moving it over i realized no i only have like it's only I've still got like 50 gigabytes free on my iCloud storage stuff, so that's fine for a for a storage thing. But I did see also on a related note that the uh, iCloud folder sharing has been kicked back yeah. all the way to spring. <laughs> so apparently that's not easy. Um, at least Guess for not. at least for Catalina. At one point there was a discrepancy in Catalina versus like iOS was still saying folder sharing was coming in the fall. And Catalina was like, no, it's coming in the spring. So anybody's guess on that one.
2: Yeah. That's disappointing, but. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So Catalina, you guys are both running it. Moltz, are you running on your primary or? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I went ahead and did it. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. I wasn't going to. <laughs> what what pushed you
2: over the but edge? But then, you know, I was going to put it on another, you know, it was in one of those instances where, okay, I have another machine that I could put it on, but then it doesn't, that machine doesn't have like my iCloud and, you know, it doesn't have all my stuff on it. So it'd be yeah, like, right, sure, you know, it'd be like nothing. I mean, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to get the experience of actually Barely using a Mac it. at that point. <laughs> exactly. So I finally just decided to do it. And I gotta say it was, it, other than the, the the worst thing that happened was, on reboot, notifications. It, it, it got stuck on setting oh, up no. your Mac.
1: Okay, um,
2: yeah. and just like you know, I was. It sat there for over an hour, and I finally. Um, I talked to somebody else and said, "Yeah, just reboot it," and that seems to be the fix, right? It just, you just reboot it, and it comes back up, and it's fine. Gotcha. Yeah, I've, um, had, that, not I've had that. I've that happen
1: <laughs> on other on other Mac os versions. I will say, yeah, I think I've had that before too. I I uh, so my MacBook Air. I was on the beta, and I think I'm still on the last beta because I haven't like re downloaded the installer um the things that have annoyed there ha- i actually my experience has been fine the only things that have annoyed me are when you start up for the first time every single app wants to know if it can send you notifications oh
0: my god i couldn't believe <laughs> yeah. how annoying that was it really seemed very poorly thought through
1: it did it did in batches right it would do like five to ten and you'd be
0: like fine i'll click through all of them and they'll be like oh wait there's more and you're like, "Jesus Christ." <laughs> they're clearly were yeah. better ways to, and i get what they're doing they want to let you have they want you to review every single one but there should be a blanket like allow all apps that could previously send me notifications to continue sending me notifications right <laughs> right and yeah they don't do that
2: yeah. Although, although if you don't review, then you're not, I mean, there might be things that are set that you don't really want to be set. I mean, it seems like it all, it should all be done in
1: one window though. Like at one yes. time, right? Like, right. Instead of popping up the notification as part of the, as part of
2: the upgrade process, here are the apps that are sending you notifications. Take a look and see if this is what you want, or if you want to change it and then you could do all I at once. will but, say
1: doing the, um, I did the, ran the app that lets you scan through for, um, their older 32 bit apps. And almost everything I had was just like old junk that was lying around. And for the first time in a long time, it made me want to do a clean install because I haven't done one. My laptop has been migrating for probably like a decade now. Like I'm probably on something that was originally on my like 2008 MacBook. And I was like, oh my God, there's just so much shit on this computer that is just like old apps. You know, there was a bunch of like Adobe Air installers and stuff like that. It's like, (laughs) why do I still have these things? The answer is because I don't delete anything. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so that's what
2: I, I had a bunch of games that i was thinking yeah, oh yeah. i'll get to them someday and then oh the, guess what they're 32-bit you can't play them anymore so it's like uh, i'm just yeah. you know they've been sitting on my hard drive for like five years i'm never gonna play that game yeah, i had some <laughs> steam
1: and like i think i had some oh, something i must have installed something blizzard related at some point because i had like battle net on there but i was like I had nothing i had touched in years yeah so yeah that was i i definitely had this moment of assuming apple ever comes out with a laptop i want to buy then i might just buy it and set it up fresh which would be kind of a novel experience yeah
2: i did that a few years ago and because i was getting really funky results and certain things and um and then when karen got her new uh, macbook pro we did that with her too because she was also getting like Weird things going on. Like she she couldn't search in mail and none of the fixes Mm. for searching in mail worked. Um (laughs) it just it just refused to let her search in mail, and so we just started all over again. It's a lot easier
1: Uh, now too, just because so much stuff is net-based that like it's yeah. I use way fewer apps than I used to in some ways, because the stuff that I use has like narrowed in focus and I think that most of them tend to, like, pull stuff from the cloud, like, so you don't have to, like, reset up everything, which is kind of nice. So, and I don't keep as many files on my MacBook. Most of it's in, you know, now iCloud. Um, So, that's, I don't have to worry as much about migrating stuff over. So I kind of like the, there's an appeal to that. So I, I yeah. want to
0: say more on this topic, but, but first I want to tell our listeners that from backyard barbecues to movie nights with a family, Joybird empowers you to create the furniture and space that keeps those summer vibes flowing all year long, which is good because it's just starting to get cold with Joybird. You get one of a kind furniture crafted to your unique taste. Want a sofa, in aquatic blue or indigo, a love seat in the hottest red. If you can dream it, Joybird can make it a reality. From rich, buttery leather to the plushest velvet you've ever felt, find the fabric and texture that's right for you. Joybird even offers a range of kid and pet-friendly upholstery options that stand the test of time. Plus, they have free personal design consultants to help nail down your perfect design. And thanks to the 365-day home trial, you can sit on it, sleep on it, break it in, and then if you don't love your Joybird, return it free within two weeks of delivery. See how Joybird can help you design your dream space and make furniture your own at joybird.com slash rebound25. That's joybird.com slash rebound25 to create the furniture that brings you joy today. joybird.com slash rebound25. And Y25, you get 25% off your first order by using the code rebound25. joybird.com slash rebound25. Um, Matt Howie had... Uh, had, had posted on Twitter and I think on his blog as well. Yeah, he did. That this is what he did with his new phone too. That he installed, he did a, a fresh install versus porting anything over on his new iPhone and he found it really freeing because he installed apps as he needed them but it was a chance to review which things could notify him and right, which couldn't. Right. And like he's like, now I get very few notifications and it's only stuff that really matters and blah, blah, blah. And like I found it uh, alluring although I didn't do it um, because it's just... If you're going to do a brand new, fresh install, you're also committing time. Like, you know that you're going to spend sure. some time yeah. getting right. everything to start working again. And I always love doing it. Uh, I, I, th- I did it not with this Mac, but the Mac prior that this is a dupe of. <laughs> um, and it is it is definitely refreshing. And then over time, of course, it just accumulates all the same old shit, but <laughs> it is refreshing to start clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I the, the thing the biggest thing on the MacBook Air for me is just that Catalina,
1: most of the new features in Catalina are not things that the air can really take it so like sidecar doesn't work with the macbook air it's too old you know as i was going through like lists of well what should i be checking out now that i have catalina installed and i just found very little that was you know super compelling because uh, a lot of the stuff you know so itunes is gone it's like well i you know i launched the new replacement apps just to look at them but i don't use any of those very much on the laptop oh god i do I do. And it's so, I mean, to me, it's so refreshing. <laughs> well, I the
2: just being, getting into the music app and just like, Oh my God, it's so much more understandable. Now it's so much more straightforward. I don't have to struggle with thinking like, you know, which is the pop-up menu, which is the thing in the sidebar I'm supposed to click on. How do I get back and forth from recommendations to, you know, stuff that I've already got.
1: It's, it's way easier. I, like it. I, I I'm annoyed with the TV app only because it's a pale imitation of the TV app on iOS and tvOS. Yeah, Cause I would agree with that. It but... doesn't let you do any of the link-ins with the other streaming services. So, like, you can't see your Hulu shows pop up in the, the queue or whatever, which is yeah, that disappointing. Yeah, would, that would be nice. That would be nice. And maybe, you know, maybe that's the next version. But um, they might get there. If Hulu decides it wants to do an app or something, maybe. But it's, Nef- it's Netflix it's just said but they breaking
2: apart so, iTunes. Yeah. Is, it's something that I have wanted for years. And they managed to do it pretty well, really, considering all the ways that they, they could have screwed it up.
0: Yeah. As a person who works in podcasting, I love that they put the podcast app right there in the dock. Um, but I always think it's presumptuous whenever there's an OS update and they put more apps in my dock. Like my dock is carefully yeah. curated
2: yeah same, same yeah but i mean you know if itunes was itunes was all those things in one and so they put the things that were in itunes in the dark in case yeah. people were like
1: oh no where'd my podcast go right
0: the very well, first thing i did was drag the tv <laughs> icon out of there because i was like i don't need that
1: i will it. say the podcast <laughs> first thing i did was drag the podcast one out <laughs> i will say the podcast thing and this is more on ios um I don't so I don't listen to enough podcasts that I spend like a long time carefully curating my podcast list, but I have like a handful of things in there where I'll listen to episodes from time to time and I still find they changed the podcast app a couple of years ago and I still find it baffling like half the time I can't find the episode I want to listen to. I have to go to like all available episodes and then find the most recent episode. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but it's not. It's not set up at all the way I feel like it should actually be, which is just deliver me new episodes of the podcast, and then when I want to play the latest one, it should be right there. So I, I I feel like it has the opinion that I should I I should be listening to every single episode of the shows that I subscribe to, and it's like
0: sometimes I don't do that. I have that opinion too, Dan. You should be sorry. I um I am definitely a uh, an overcast user. I am looking forward to when Overcast comes to the Mac, I guess. Although whenever I need to listen on my Mac, I just go to the, the web browser, um, which has worked just fine for me. The only thing that I hope that the, the eventual app for Marco will do on the Mac better than the website does is play faster, uh, because the playing faster on the web is a little bit janky, which I'm amazed that it can work at all. So the fact that it's janky doesn't bother me too much. But I, listen, I, uh, I agree that the Apple Podcasts app tends to think about podcasts in a way that I don't. But at the same time, it is the most popular app for listening to podcasts, so they're doing right. something right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, well, I mean, they're in, they're bundling it on all their devices. <laughs> That's the first thing they're doing yeah, right. I would help. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. Microsoft. Yeah, <laughs> I will say two things. I really um, there's one thing I really don't like about Catalina. and One thing I really do like. The thing that I don't like in, and this is actually not exclusive to Catalina is the new version of Safari finally killed off the extensions API, and which means I had like two extensions that I absolutely loved and relied on that are. Just God now, and I don't think will ever be replaced because the I don't think the new API allows what they did. Uh, so that's a bummer. Like I had a thing that let me do do quick searches in the location bar, and I could like specify a comp- key combination that would search a specific site. So for example, if I was searching MacWorld, I could type M W space blah, and it would just convert that to a uh, Google search URL where it just search the MacWorld site in Google and show me the results, which was great. Um, and so that's basically dead because i don't think the api can touch the location bar anymore uh and that's kind of a sad thing because it's like so much muscle memory to retrain <laughs> um but uh the thing i really do like is the integration since i have a no Macs that have touch id the integration with the apple watch where i can use a double click on my apple watch to authorize my user account on the mac love that like instead of typing my administrator password it just buzzes my watch and i do like a little yeah. double click thing and it's like yeah cool you're you. Love it. <laughs> does it really know the area though? Yeah. It it asked me a question only I know the answer to. <laughs> it is
0: it's, it's always amusing to me though to install a Mac OS update and not have any idea what I'm really looking for. <laughs> right. I was interested yeah, in looking yeah. at the decoupling, but I'm like, all right, now what? Like, does everything else just work and so forth does like I mean I've been running Catalina for all of ninety minutes as we record this. Um but and it's fine. I had to update audio hijack to record this very show. But, um, I don't know. I I don't even know what to be excited about.
2: (laughs) Well, I was going to say that before I upgraded, I think that was what was keeping me from upgrading because I was hearing a lot of people complain about how buggy it was and how uh, many alerts it throws up at you when you first install it about uh, notifications and things like that. And, and I, and I frankly couldn't remember like, what, what were the actual features that were coming with this update? (laughs) And then when I sort of figured that out again, I was like, okay, I do kind of want some of that stuff. So, you know, I talked myself into it. And as it turned out, like my, I don't use that many applications. So my, the alerts that it threw up at me when I first upgraded weren't that, I mean, there were a bunch of them. And once I got through them, that was it. So it really wasn't that
1: bad. I agree. Yeah. Most of my stuff is cloud-based too, it feels like. So there wasn't as much and and it so like there's a lot of stuff that restricts opening um files but if you use the uh like open file dialog box for example um it, it kind of assumes like yeah you're giving this is like tacit permission essentially so there are some things they have done to try and streamline that that i think work better uh but yeah i didn't run into as many of those as i thought i would uh, I will yeah. say I'd
2: seen a lot of like sort of nightmare stories yes. that people were posting on Twitter and, and that was making me leery of it, an... so I waited all 24 hours before. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I will say other things I like, I like that the find my app is on the Mac now because find my friends is something I use. And I like that. I don't have to like go to my phone or my iPad <laughs> to have to use that. So that's a plus. Mm. Uh, and I like the, um, i'm interested i haven't gotten as much out of this but the uh, screen time is now on the mac as well uh so i think the fact that it can now monitor your time spent on all your devices feels like plugging a big gap right like previously yeah. just like oh you used your phone this much but now it tells you like ha ha, i didn't use my phone that much this week oh wait i was still sitting in front of a screen the entire time because i was on my mac
0: <laughs> i do think apple didn't do a great job with that find my change um I had two different people come to me because I'm their, you know, go-to Apple device helper being like, hey, I can't find the Find My Friends app on my phone. And I went to the app store and it said, you can't install this on your phone. It's not compatible with your phone anymore. If you search for Find My Friends in the app store, it should tell you to open the Find My app, which at least when these people tried, it didn't. And when they were trying to search for Find My Friends, it literally, like if the Find My app was showing up, they didn't get that that's what it was. And like Apple is so good typically, like, hey, here's like... Nerds, no people who really pay attention to stuff, no. But all they had to do was like have a fake find my friends. That the one time you tapped on, it was like, hey, this is now find my, or like if you search for it in the Spotlight or whatever, it, it tells you this is where you should go.
1: Yeah, Dan
2: Warren is a, was at home one minute ago,
1: and uh, now I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm locating you. Locating. Oh no. Locating. Oh no. Wait, I better get home again. All right, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove. I'm
2: following people who are
1: twenty twenty five hundred miles away. Um. I, though I don't have the sidecar option, and this is something I haven't gotten to try out yet, but there's also this, so for a while, there was the continuity photo thing they introduced a couple years ago where you could insert a photo in some of the apps, like Notes by, it would, like, prompt you to pick up your phone and take a photo, and they would just automatically insert it in, like, the Notes app on your Mac, but they now have an option to do that for sketching as well, where you can use the iPad, and essentially you can be like, oh, I want to, like, insert a sketch or mark something up, and you can, like, just turn to your iPad and do it with a pencil on there, and then it, like, gets inserted in on your mac which i think is cool because like every once in a while i want to mark something up and i'm sitting at my mac and i go oh it's really annoying to do this like with my finger because like the it doesn't work quite the way i want it to so i'm i I like that the the interplay between those things i think is clever uh but yeah that's that's something else i think that they did a nice job with
0: speaking of things that do a nice job dan (laughs) yes lex when you're running your own business your to-do list is never ending You know you can automate many of the tasks you do, but you don't know how. That's where Zapier comes in. Zapier is the easiest way to automate your work. Zapier lets you engage instantly with leads, send them to a CRM or spreadsheet, and then notify your team so they can act fast on every opportunity. And that's just scratching the surface, Dan. Zapier supports more than 1,500 business applications, so the possibilities are virtually endless. You'll be able to make Zapier work for you without writing code or asking a developer for help. Join more than four and a half million people who are saving an average of 40 hours per month by using Zapier. Now, as it turns out, I have used Zapier at not one but two jobs uh, for automating uh, announcements to Slack about certain things, for helping with reporting, and certainly for, for funneling into a CRM. Uh, I'm a big fan. And I didn't even know they were going to be advertising on this podcast, but I'm already a Zapier fan, so chew on that, everyone. Right now, through November, you can try Zapier for free for two weeks by going to zapier.com slash rebound. That's Z-A-P-I-E-R dot com slash rebound for your free 14-day trial. One more time, zapier.com slash rebound. Nailed it in one take, guys. Well done.
1: Well done. I wanted to mention I bought a new pair of headphones Uh, this week on a recommendation from someone in a Slack, because I I really, I love the sound in my Cosporter Pro headphones, but I dislike the sort of experience, because essentially they converted their wired headphones to quote-unquote wireless headphones, but they have like a wire connecting that like drapes down behind your neck, and I find it irritating. It's not a great design. So somebody pointed me towards a pair of headphones made by JLab that kind of look like your old like 1980s walkman headphones and they're just a pair of headphones like they have no wire or anything they just go over your ears and i, I like over your headphones because i don't like your buds and so i was really excited about these i bought a pair they're like 20 bucks and they look great they sound fucking terrible <laughs> And I'm so disappointed because, uh, I mean, A, they made me really appreciate how good the Cosporter Pro sound. They are really good sounding headphones. But it's so disappointing. I'm so disappointed in both of these companies. One, because they can't make headphones that look good. And the other one, because they can't make headphones that sound good. And I keep thinking, like, is there some way I could Frankenstein this into one pair of headphones that works for me? And the answer is no. So I am I am bummed. That these headphones, which I thought were very promising, uh, ended up being extremely disappointing. But I also like uh, it was only twenty bucks, so at that uh, at the same time, it's like kind of got what I paid for with that one. So yeah, uh, I-, I just wanted to let people know because I feel like I'm I'm struggling finding a good pair of like Bluetooth headphones that meet all of those requirements. And mm-hmm. I think because so much of the market has verged towards, uh, especially with all the wireless trends, towards like uh, earbuds i'm just i'm disappointed because i feel like i don't like earbuds and there just aren't a lot of options for
0: non-earbud i likers. do still love power beats pro which i've been wearing for a couple of weeks now uh did you see the story in the washington post about how everyone's airpods will die
1: i did mm-hmm. i didn't look at the whole thing but i did see some of the the clips and excerpts from it it was interesting um, what was the what was the solution like he kept talking about like oh here's you basically the...
0: have to mention a specific term battery service at which point they will uh, let you do their battery replacement program but the battery replacement program is they can't replace the fucking battery so they throw away your airpods yeah. and give you new ones for money yeah that is one of yeah. that is a tricky and, and, one and it's expensive it's like 49 per it's like 50 it's like for the device yeah it's like 50 dollars a case. 50 dollars a pod yeah
1: this is one place where it does seem like you know I, I i applaud apple's engineering for making devices that are clearly so impressive but the longevity slash repairability of those things is terrible i mean they are essentially disposable and that's yeah. that's a real bummer because for something you know, that mean, expensive well, yeah, and, that and it's,
2: good. it's not like people are it's not like everyone else is carefully disposing of their other bluetooth headphones <laughs> but but you know we'd rather have apple do something that's better than the average
0: that's number one. And number two is, like, you don't want these things to die after 18 months. Like, most battery things yeah. don't well, die after 18 months. I don't mind if it gets a little bit shorter. No, but mine, mine still,
2: minutes, my old ones still do still, my old ones do still work. They don't hold that much of a charge. They won't, I mean, maybe a half an hour. Um, and so I keep them on the nightstand. And, like, if I happen to be in bed and Karen's asleep and I want to listen to something, I can for a little while. And that's about, that's usually as long as I want to.
0: But a half an hour is is crazy. Um, 30 minutes of, of battery life after however many, like it should, they should be well, okay. three
2: years, three years. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I feel yeah, like I know. if it's, I, know. I think yeah. my current ones, the power beats pro are supposed to be able to do eight or 12 hours. or something like something long, but like, I don't mind if it gets cut in half after three years, but going down to measured in minutes feels bad.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I think so. And, and the fact that you can't, I and mean, there's literally no recourse for impro- improving them in any way by having a battery replaced or something i mean it's just going to go in the landfill
0: you know part of the washington post point was like the way these things are built um there's no screws there's no fasteners it's all just glue and so the reason they can't replace it is because you have to bust open the plastic and it's all held together with just glue and then like there's nothing more they can do
2: so you're break you have to break the device to get the battery out
0: and uh nobody at iFixit at least has been able to put it back together again (laughs) which i get like it seems like that would be pretty hard but it's i don't know apple's like well no we recycle these really well so don't worry about it um and i it's it's a fair thing to say but (laughs) there should be a better program than pay a hundred dollars to replace a pair of buds because the battery died it seems
2: like the kind of thing that apple will eventually do somehow you know they'll they, they will make little screw caps at the end of them so that they can take the batteries out and put new new ones in but their first their initial run at these things is just like, you know, we're going to pump them out there, we're going to get people addicted and then we'll, you know, and then we'll yeah. fix it later.
0: And now I'm scared that one day my Powerbeats Pro are going to la- la- not last long enough time. And you know, honestly, I wish they could also give you instructions like or or have a mode where you could say, "Hey, you know, if these are going to last longer if they, I drain them every once in a while, like feel free to drain them in the case and recharge." Like, you know what I mean? Like do something prolong yeah. the life. Yeah. Well, I'm fan. Yeah. I understand. Um, i hear you do you um i'm glad you can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> you must not be using your 30 minute airpods
2: i'm not no i would not i would not well i used to record with um earpods but um
0: you know i'm recording with right. powerbeats pro right now are you really yeah I, i've been doing that recently because okay. on on days when i have meetings or i have to go out it's just it's vanity it's like this way i don't have to refix my hair from headphones <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. Dan doesn't have this problem.
2: <laughs> the, the thing that, one of the things that my, my home experience, so um, Karen used to go through wired headphones like crazy because she would catch them on the door. She would, you know, get them stuck in the car door. They would get run over in the street, in the driveway or whatever. She would get a new pair of wired headphones like every two months. And then she switched to Bluetooth headphones and that was better. But the, she had the ones that you'd wear around her neck and, and eventually she would, she would go through those two probably you know more like eight months um they would get destroyed and she got air airpods a year ago and they're still going and they're still fine and i don't know if it's the difference in price like because okay these things are 160 dollars, and you have to take care of them or just the fact that they're so small and that they get put into a little case when you you know right are not using them you can't mess up the cord that- she is yeah she is taking way better care of these things whatever the reason than the other options that she used to plow through on a regular basis so in this you know it's an anecdote obviously but in this particular anecdote she's using she's creating way for way less waste than she had been previously well, that's good.
0: all right well, i'll take i'll so, accept that um i didn't typically yeah. break my old ones but i know what you mean the Uh, There is something funny to me about the Powerbeats because, you know, for those who can't visualize them, if you haven't Googled them, you know, they they are larger than the AirPods by a distinct, (laughs) not order of magnitude, but they're larger. And they have the hook that goes around your ear. And so, you know, one of the loved features of AirPods is you can pop them out of your ear when you need to pause and it automatically pauses whatever you're listening to. But that is a bit more of a production when there is a hook involved. (laughs) Around your hair. Like the AirPod <laughs> removal is like this yeah. subtle thing. Oh, I popped that and I can listen. With me, it's like, and it's still, you're only talking about like two yeah, or yeah, three right. seconds, yeah. but it's a different thing. And it just cracks me up how non elegant it is. I still love them because they stay in my ears where AirPods didn't, but like it, it amuses me each time.
2: So you might be more interested in the, the, the did you see the pictures, the, the supposed pictures of the next generation of AirPods? I did not.
1: Oh, those are they the look, ones with like, look they have stuff on the back or something? Well,
2: they look like the the part of the power beats that goes in your ear canal, um, but without
1: the hook.
0: Ah, uh, okay. I do, I do Yeah, love... it looks like
2: that that part attached to a, a, an
1: AirPod yeah, body. That seems, it seems baffling to me. I don't quite understand how they work, like, the, the look of them just from the, and I guess they're all mock-ups at How this they'll point. stay in. Yeah, I, I just, it seems, they look weird, and I don't quite understand it, but like, again, maybe it's something I need to see in person.
2: Yeah. so somebody on twitter said they look like two uh two hair dryers that were surprised to see each other
1: <laughs> power beats have like rubber tips on them still right
2: yes they they karen had a pair uh well karen had a pair of beats pro so not the power beats pro but oh, they those, did have the, that the
1: x right a 10 whatever yeah, yeah the, those the are the ones cat had and they broke and we had to get them repaired uh or replaced cause repairing yeah. them was ridiculous <laughs> right i think that's I told what, that, that story. That's what,
0: that's what happened to karen yeah.
1: what, you know that's what i was saying alex was like she used to go
2: through headphones like crazy right and now that she has airpods she's been managing to take care of them for you know over a year so
1: yeah 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 there were a bunch of uh, speaking of those rumors like the last thing i want to say was there were uh, so this morning as we record this there were a bunch of uh ming chi kuo report on um next year's pipeline both the ar headset supposedly launching in the second quarter of 2020 um Mm -hmm. and i think there was something on new macbooks um with uh the scissor based keyboard uh that would show up at some point next year and that's there's still kind of open question because supposedly there's a 16 inch uh macbook pro still in the offing for this year yeah I'm in the market for a new laptop, but I don't think the 16 inch is what I'm looking. at. It's like the other end of the spectrum. Right. Yeah, i was really going from. <laughs> do, did you have a, do You have an 11 inch or a 13? inch I have an 11 inch from 2014, so it's just about yeah. five years old, and it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I, there, I I have a lot of feelings about it because I like a lot of things about this computer, but you know, as we get farther and farther away from when I bought it, it is obviously feeling slower and less. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have a Retina display, and that kind of kills me a little bit. Um, Just because it is such a, especially because macOS feels more and more tuned to computers with retina displays. So it's just, it doesn't look as good on on the older MacBook Air. But what I want is a light computer with a lot of battery life. And I've kind of had my fingers crossed that there's an ARM-based MacBook coming along at some point, but... That could be a pipe dream. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like it'll happen eventually, but we're not exactly sure. Yeah, I, the question is, can I eke out enough of this like laptop for another you know nine months to yeah. a year? And the answer is, I'm gonna do my damnedest. Uh, <laughs> but if it dies and I <laughs> Karen
2: Karen had the same model, and she based, she switched to a MacBook Pro earlier. I see. Uh, I would probably go
1: to the 13 inch Air, the new Air, if if like my back was up against a wall. Like I think. That's probably the right one. In fact, I didn't realize I had forgotten when I went and looked recently, but the, the twelve inch was I've forgotten it was totally discontinued, so you can't even buy yeah. that anymore. So it's right. like, well, it's gonna have to be the 13 inch air because it's the lightest computer available now. Uh yeah. or I'll be yeah. using my iPad for all of my portable computing needs. That would be
2: you Well, know, I mean it's getting better, but it's still pretty it's, still, it's still kinda challenging. It, it
1: doesn't the the biggest issue for it is the number one thing I do on my laptop is novel stuff and scrivener on iOS. It just isn't great so yeah. that that's kind of the big showstopper for me is i can do a lot i can i can do a lot of stuff on my ipad but i can't do that in the words of meatloaf <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right let's just say that's who it was i think that's what that song was about right <laughs>
2: i think you're right yeah, yeah. And that's, what, you know, that's what i was saying to lex was like that, that well <laughs> am i supposed to pretend that you were here i can't that's fine <laughs>
1: whatever <laughs>